Now, live from the Blind Ninja Studios in Western Wisconsin, a show with no purpose. Hosted by experts at drinking, and they're almost definitely wearing pants. It's time for the Department of Offense. I should probably turn the mics on. <laughs> Hello and welcome back, though, uh, to another fine episode of Department of Offense. Casey is not here right now. He was eating some oatmeal and he decided he'd become a Quaker. Oh. So he's doing that right now. Interesting. Yeah. I, I don't know. Can Quakers drink alcohol? Uh, I can Google that. Because <laughs> <laughs> if they can't, it might not last very long. Uh, are, uh, are Amish allowed to drink alcohol? I don't know. I used to assume that Amish and Quakers are the same, and I just leave it at that. <laughs> just leave it at that. Oh, we just lost all. Oh, the Amish can't listen to this anyway. They don't do it. Yeah, right. Well, I don't know. Maybe they can. Can they listen to radio? Uh, it's electronics. Well, yeah, but there's like certain things <laughs> they can use. Can't they like use farming equipment? Some Quakers do drink alcohol, smoke tobacco, or even occasionally use other drugs. But we are all guided by one of the Quakers' advice that say, in the view of the harm done by the use of alcohol, blah, 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 they shouldn't do it. So they shouldn't use, but they can shoot up heroin all they want, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Exactly. Well, uh, since uh, Casey's not here, I'm going to be hosting, and I got Matt with me. Oh, howdy. But nobody else wanted to show up. No, well, that's by nobody else, I mean Rick. And <laughs> that's because he's on call. Oh, but he still could have came. Jeez, Rick. I, I know. Jesus. Cheese. It would have only been a little bit out of his way if he was uh, called up. Exactly. What? It's not like anybody important would have died. No, it's in Ellsworth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> so what have you been up to, Carlos? Uh, I saw the new Fantastic Four movie. Oh, yeah? It was pretty bad. I can imagine. I like the actors they chose for some of the characters and yeah. stuff. But uh, overall... Yeah, I don't know. The choice the choice of actors was fine all the way through. I, it looked the trailer made it look like it was a really good like uh looking movie, not that it was a good movie in general, I think. It was yeah, it was uh Did they bring was it who's the bad guy in it? Is it Doom? It was Doctor Doom. Doctor yeah. Doom. And how'd that go? Badly. Badly. <laughs> what was so, so bad? Alright, so uh let's see so you have the it starts out where like at it, I read some of the comics, and it was uh, the Ultimate Universe setup, where uh, Reed, as a kid, actually had like kind of figured out interdimensional travel. Okay. Like, he had sent something to another dimension. And uh, so he's in a garage as a kid, and he, him and uh, the person who turns into the thing, uh, I forget, Ben Grimm. Mm-hmm. So uh, Reed Richards and Ben Grimm uh, tra- send a car, I think it was a toy car, to another dimension, and they get some rocks. It's like, all right. Well, he assumed that he made a teleporter. He thought he was sending it to a desert or something. He was not. He was sending it to another dimension. <laughs> yeah, all right. So a uh, kid cracks dimensional travel. All right, I, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, we go fast forward to the future. He's at a high school f- science fair, and uh, he activates the machine, and it like blows up uh, the bill backboard. I don't know if you saw the trailer. And then he uh, doesn't when the he gets uh, disqualified because the principles or somebody in charge is like that's just a magic trick oh okay but then apparently this uh, a magic trip just blowing up the billboard dr yeah. storm comes in w- with his uh adopted daughter 
and uh, Doctor Storm. He's the uh, father of the Human Torch. Okay, and then in and uh, this continuity of the movie, it was uh, he adopted uh, the Invisible Woman, uh, Susan Storm. Was she in it? Yeah, she she was a. Uh, I think she was like from Crimea or something. Is like where they're saying. Oh, okay. But they only like mentioned it once. Like, oh yeah, I'm adopted. <laughs> Which I, it was a little obvious that she was uh, a little adopted, but so they he looks at it like because apparently this is what you when you're like a famous scientist you go to science fairs, right? Exactly. For high school, exactly. Well, okay, uh, but I can work with that. I I still I could still be on board with that at that point. And so they bring him to the Baxter Institute. Uh, not well, Ben Grimm carries his luggage because he's. Not the super scientist, and like the Baxter Building was where like all the f- smart kids go. So like kind of like some sort of college, except I don't think they have actual classes because they showed not a single class. He had a dorm, and then he went right to working on an, inter- an internal, uh, interdimensional. Uh, time- so I take it this machine. is where they met the other ones that are going to turn into the yeah, Fantastic so, uh, Four too. Then apparently he had uh, Reed Richards had like solved something that. Uh, this the person who who was uh, Victor Victor Doom, what he had worked on like uh, apparently Reed had done it by himself, so like he so Doctor Storm uses that to convince Doom to come on the project to work on. Uh, so, so Doctor Doom is actually uh, somebody from Earth. Yes. Dang it! I that just ruins everything for me too. I always thought Doctor Doom was like they brought from another dimension. No, no, no. He's oh, always been on Earth. That's lame. He's always been on Earth. Okay. And, you know, he wasn't some super hacker. I was all right with the way they were portraying Doom, like, except they didn't really... I think they had, like, one little shout-out that he's from Latveria, but there's, like, nothing else. Latveria is a fictional country, by the way. It's not real. <laughs> but apparently... So uh, they have all these super scientists get together, and they start working on the machine, and they do it. They make the machine. And then the... Uh, Higher ups are like, yeah, that's cool that you made this machine. And like Reed had really wanted to travel to another dimension, and like the higher up is like, yeah, that's really cool. So we're gonna get a hold of our friends at NASA, and we're gonna send some people through. It's like, like that they de- they're devastated because you know, but it makes perfect sense actually that you'd go to somebody else instead of sending the scientists that know everything about your machine through this experimental machine. Mm-hmm. Also, they only did like a couple, like one trial. They sent one monkey in and brought it back, and they're like, "All right, good enough. We can send humans now." That was Doctor Doom. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I don't recognize him at all. I was trying to see what the actor was. So it didn't like the science wasn't. It was a little crazy. Some the thought, but all right, they want to do that, and then they get Reed Richards drunk, and they they're like they're all moaning about the fact that you know uh, nobody knows who uh, the names of the people who built the rocket shuttle that sent people to the moon. But they know the name of the astronauts. It's gonna be that all over again. It was like, which I'm pretty sure that the people who worked on the shuttle were proud of the fact that they had worked on such a thing. Mm-hmm. But uh, so they decide, like, hey, we're gonna go. So, uh, but it's only uh, right at this point in time. It's uh, Johnny Storm who turns into uh, the Human Torch eventually. Doctor Doom, uh, Victor Von Doom, and there's also uh, Reed Richards. Those are the three. And they, there's four pods. They have four pods to travel to another Reed dimension. Reed Richards turns into Stretch, right? Yeah, he's okay. the... Uh, he's seems to be kind of like supposedly like the main protagonist of this movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, I'm not going without Ben Grimm, who, who is, by the way, back at the junkyard because he can't really go to this <laughs> super place because he's not a super intelligent guy. But it's like, all right, 
He calls it Pengram. They don't tell Sue Storm that they're doing this at all. They're not telling Susan. She's off doing something else. Uh, they get together. They all the four of them go by themselves, not letting anybody know, just because they want to be the ones to do it first. And of course, things go badly. Uh, Victor disappears. Only three of them make it back. Victor disappears in the other dimension. Uh, only three of them make it back. And the world, the world was kind of it looked CG as hell. Oh yeah, it's, I saw a trailer it was, for it. Yeah, it was like somebody vomited CG on the screen. <laughs> uh, that's what it was like. <laughs> So it was a uh, it was not good overall. No, it was, oh, okay. overall it was it was not good, and just the la- you know it, the first half of the movie was all right. Like it was not the the greatest. That's how it is with a lot of those movies too, because it's like the build up to everything, and then when it actually comes down to it, it's just kind of like well, like oh, okay, and like it ends like like when Vic they uh, apparently they send like some other explorers to the other dimension eventually. Uh, which there's a year a time when they get back from the dimension they have powers. And Susan Storm she didn't go to the dimension, but she got powers anyways. <laughs> <laughs> that makes a lot of sense, but uh, they get powers and like right away, like Reed Richards disappears, and he's like he finds Ben Grimm, and, like Ben Grimm's like Reed, don't leave me. He's like no, no, I'll be back for you, and then he disappears for a year. Hmm. And like they had that year time skip. Oh, by the way, the whole bonding that they did for the whole crew was all during a montage. <laughs> of course, it was. That's all the bonding you got. <laughs> The Reed comes back a year later, like, well, they capture Reed a year later, because uh, all Susan Storm had to do to find him was, like, s- s- uh, spend, like, five minutes, look on the internet. Oh, yeah, found him. There He's he right is. here. Yeah, right there, right there. He's going by Captain Nemo. What? Because he had mentioned at one point in time that uh, 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea was his favorite book. So then she just randomly searches on the internet, Captain Nemo. No, she's just, like, going through all the things that the people had found trying to pinpoint him previously like, oh yeah he's right here he's right there of course she knows of course so go she had like been they had said like oh yeah she, her thing is pattern recognition but still like five minutes after a year yeah she decides to spend five minutes and the uh this this weekend i also i watched a movie myself too and it was called project almanac have you seen that yet i've heard about that i, I didn't i really enjoyed it uh except it made me feel old yeah because you know time travel movies and stuff when they yeah. go back in time you're like oh cool we get to see what something's like yeah so by the end of the movie they uh go back to the guy's seventh birthday because that's when his father disappeared or something his father's the one that created the time machine so they go back to his seventh birthday and i'm thinking oh cool we're gonna see what the 90s looked like in high school at that time no it was 2004 I'm like fuck, I was in high school at that time. <laughs> this is weird, but no. Overall, it was a it was a good movie. I just felt old in it, but yeah, it was fun. It's a fun little movie. Yeah. So it didn't look that much different from. No, yeah. Like he woke up and I'm like, wait, it, it's it's the same as where you just were. Only there's some older monitors sitting over there. If they pulled out their phone, like somebody <laughs> looking around would say, "Hey, that's a interesting looking BlackBerry." The cell phones, the cell phones, yeah, the, his cell phone didn't work or something in that time. I don't know, whatever. But uh, they also did the whole thing, the doppelganger type thing, where you yeah. see your own self, you disappear, basically. And that what sparks, he has to go back in time to make sure nothing happens. It, It's kind of intense. It's kind I thought of that was like one where they just fucking around with time travel and then things got worse. They do, like, uh, yes and no at the same time. Like, they do things like, okay, let's figure out the lottery. And then they also go to Lollapalooza. And then that starts doing a rift in the timeline and some things happen. And they're like, oh, we got to try and save this. So the one guy's like, I can go by myself. But then if you go back in time by yourself, that means the other people didn't experience it as well. So then that screws up your friendships. It's kind of interesting. I, I, I thought it was cool. Time, tra- time travel movies are just fucked. 
You ever see a uh, primer? Yes, I did. That was a good one. Yeah, a little bit of uh, quite a mind fuck. Like, yes. what the fuck's going on? Yeah, they're. <sighs> I don't know. I, I I commend the people can that can write those ones. There was a I saw like a diagram. I think it was XKCD did a diagram of that movie of like the, the various time travel movies. Like mm-hmm. they're uh, just how the timelines. Primer's this massive ball of threads, <laughs> and like, the, some, like there's like threads that disappear off in nowhere. Yep, and, like, just, yep, yep. The uh, speaking of time travel, Emma's wants to throw a, uh, a Back to the Future party on October. Oh 20th. yeah, is it, I think it's the twenty first. Is that when it is in the movie? The fu- Maybe the, I think it's the twenty first to twenty fifteen is the when he goes into the future. So we want to throw a Back to the Future to theme party. I think That's that'd cool. Be fun. Speaking of Back to the Future too, did you see the uh, the Lexus is bringing out a hoverboard? Yeah, the first I, I one ever. Yeah. And there's a whole freaking uh, movie about them doing it and stuff, or like a commercial or something that I saw on TV about it. And then I watched it on YouTube. Yeah, one of the uh, they got a little ways to go on it, but they're actually doing skateboarding and stuff on it. Like it's starting out as that, and like showing him going over jumps and stuff. But he crashes all the time because there's too much weight being pushed down to the yeah. ground when he hits, and then it's pretty fascinating. Though I'd recommend go looking up Lexus's hoverboard. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I was like reading an article about somebody who got a chance to try it out. Yeah, they were they were too heavy. That was probably the video footage of it that they were doing. But yeah, like yeah, they were they were uh, that too- weight limit must be yeah. Because every time you, like, go over any kind of surface, it's kind of like, ooh, yeah. you're going to smash the ground, and then that wipes you out. I'd just be sliding around. <laughs> they showed them, the, like, uh, at, at the park they were at doing it, it was like going into a pond or whatever, so they just showed the hoverboard go, whoosh, and he goes right over the water and everything, too. And I was like, that is <laughs> wait, 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 cool. that water part? It, well, it was like, uh, so, like, the my phone right here in yeah. the middle of the table is the water, and then the skateboard ramp and everything, he, like, came down like this and went over it and just slid right over the water and back onto the so, ground. Oh, so the water wasn't very deep. It was no, just, uh, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, it's just like... Yeah, that's cool. That is really cool. That is the future right there. That is so cool. Well, I'm sure it, that they probably can't afford to spend that much money on magnets on the yeah, roads right? everywhere. <laughs> but no, I, it's part of the future kind of going on. So yeah, I didn't I didn't do too much the past week. Yeah. Worked a lot and then watched some movies. I'm trying to remember the other movie that I watched that was really good too. I went to Trainwreck. We were earlier we were talking about movies we just saw in the theaters. Yeah. Trainwreck was really good. Amy Schumer. It's like a raunchy love story that was written really well. Because, you know, you go to those R-rated ho- funny movies and you're just like, these are dumb. This one was actually really good and raunchy. I was uh, I, I was uh, searching around online for uh, news articles today. And I came across the fact that apparently George Sakai has a documentary. Does he? Yeah. Cool. About his life. It's like, I can't, and it's on Netflix apparently. Oh, okay. So I kind of want to take a look at that. Chris but, uh, Farley's new documentary is coming out uh, next week. I oh, was yeah? watching trailers for it, and they talked to like all old Saturday Night Live cast members and stuff, and uh, just about his life and everything, and to his death. And I didn't realize that he was supposed to be the voice of Shrek. There's a video really? of him doing audio of uh, Shrek and he, Donkey sitting next to the fire, and it's like the stills and stuff from when it was did first he di- I guess I'm nev- not really sure when he died. I think the first Shrek was like 97. Oh, yeah, I guess. Like, I just assumed that Shrek came out like a long, like a ways after his death, but... Uh, no, yeah, that was... I think Shrek was like 90... It was like 99, but I suppose maybe? at that point in my life, it's like, yeah, that's just all a blur of it like, is, when things happen. Because uh, his last movie was that one stupid-ass uh, where they go through the west or something they're trying to go oh yeah the one with uh was it one of the guys from friends yeah, yeah. Uh, was it david schumer or no it was uh not david schumer not matthew perry but the other one yeah the other one i can't i can't remember who 
But yes. Yeah, you guys know. You, you, you know it. the guys from the guy from Friends. Not David Schwimmer and not uh, the other guy. But that other guy. But the other guy, yes. Yeah. But oh yeah, that was a terrible movie. But uh, yeah, that movie's coming out next week. I'm excited about that. Uh, I also did some reading. I read a uh, sci-fi book I've been meaning to read for a while called Old Man's War, where okay. uh, basically people on Earth, once you hit like, uh, well, in America at least, uh, once you hit like 75, you can uh, join the Space Corps, basically. Okay. Where uh, they'll give you a new body and everything, and uh, but you can never go back to Earth. Hmm. And you're there to protect, uh, you'll be out there protecting all the colonials who are trying to settle planets. Huh. And the colonials basically come from other pl- uh, other countries that aren't America because uh, they have more of a population issue, so they, that's generally who they send. And you find out that, uh, well, you generally sign on for two to ten years before you get before you are uh, released, and uh, nope, they're, it's like, yeah, once they're all up in space, it's like, nope, it's going to be ten years for sure. Because things are fucked up, up, so up that, there. Yeah. Like, there's a... Like they had like mentioned where ha- how uh, some uh, aliens had uh, discovered a uh, human colony, found that they liked the way that humans taste so much, they they set up a human farm, hmm. and like just uh, a lot of humans, a lot of aliens seem to like eating p- humans, and it's just pretty messed up. But it's good, and like there's a lot of books in the series. It's kind of like a if you mixed. Uh, you ever read Starship Troopers? I didn't read it, but I've seen the movie. Right, well, it's kind of like <laughs> Starship Troopers mixed with Avatar. Okay. So. Okay. Well, that makes sense. No, no. What was it? No man's, no old man's war. What was uh, it? Old man's war. Old man's war. Okay. And there's a bunch. It's by John Scalzi, and there's a bunch. He's he's the one that did, wrote uh, Red Shirts, which is being turned into a movie. Cool. But uh, yeah, I read that. That was pretty good. So we have a beer in front of us, and it is uh, from Bigwood Brewing, and it's called Amigo Grande. It's a Mexican style lager. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's really light. What is a Cerveza de Playa? It says on the top. I know that's beer of Playa? Playa. Playa. Playa is a place, a playa, like, that's, uh, like Playa, playa del Carma, Playa. It's, is a city? I don't know. Beer of the city? <laughs> well, this, uh, does not have a beer advocate story score yet, but it seems it's a, the average, uh, review of the people, four people who reviewed it is 3.38 out of five. Okay. So. Yeah, Big Woods out of uh, White Bear Lake uh, here in Minnesota. Well, we're Wisconsin, but in Minnesota, not too far away. It's a really fun brewery, and the owner's always there hanging out with everybody. They, their uh, IPA and payloads are really good. But uh, the story, it says on the back of the can here, Amigo Grande, inspired by that one time in Mexico, in quotes. Amigo Grande embodies a certain south-of-the-border style, a bit bigger and a bit trendier, uh, is that no friendlier than most? This refreshing Mexican style lager is hidden, is the hidden beach of Big Wood Brewery. It's also the only wingman you'll need in the summer, in the summer sun when it the living is easy and the lakes are calling. So I'm looking on uh, on Beer Advocate and uh, it says that style is an American pale lager. Okay, but that throws me off because it says it's a Mexican style lager. <laughs> So it's both? It's both, I guess. Maybe uh, it's a new Mexican-American pale lager? I don't, yeah, when we first got this, I'm like, so what is it going to... There's this sort of take on, like, Corona or Dos Equis or something. Yeah. And, I mean, it has the lightness of those beers, but yeah. a lot more flavor, I'd say. It does It does have a d- good amount of flavor. Uh, let me give it another taste. It's uh, only 5% alcohol, so you can drink quite a bit of these, actually. And, uh, whoops, I just, just spilled, spilled on my on hand. everything. 
Don't worry, it's just my supernatural plane sheet. It's also your supernatural ability to spill everywhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's good. Um, actually, it'd be. I know if I if you had a Mexican rex restaurant, like I always like, I get a dose of keys just because it mm-hmm. goes really well with their the food, and uh, they give you a lime. I think that this ice cold with a lime would be fantastic. Perfect. Yes, with, uh, where's our limes right now? Food. No, this this they did a good job with making a Dosaki Corona type beer that's light and yeah, yeah, it was good. I, and I like, like it, it says, uh, the summer sun and living easy and the lakes are calling. I could drink this by the yeah, lake. Yeah, you guys should have had this when you were tubing. Damn it. We should have had this when we were tubing. Oh, no, Next perfect time. thing to drink. I might have to buy, uh, how much was this, the four pack? Uh, I think it was like $10. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Maybe I'll get some. I'll buy some tomorrow and go sit by the pool. It sounds good. The lime. What would you rate it? You know, I out of, uh, ugh, excuse me. Of uh, ten, I'd give it an eight. Uh, de- uh, I I don't know if I'd go higher just because it's a it's a hard for me to like rate loggers as being absolutely fantastic, mm-hmm. but I definitely give it a solid eight. Yeah, at face value, eight eight and a half. Like I could see myself drinking quite a few of these. Actually, there isn't a lot to it. Like usually, we're trying very flavorful beers on this show that yeah. give certain things, but this is just your straightforward Mexican style lager, I'd say. And I think they did a good job with it. It definitely succeeds at what it sets out to do. Mm-hmm. Let's go to the next segment. Do we got some news? News? Oh, we have some news. News. And now the Department of Offense presents news with Casey. Nope. Yeah, Casey is not here once again, but he likes to, he has his name just thrown in there. So, uh, we were supposed to yell Carlos over the top of that. We just forgot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, we did that before. And- <laughs> But you know, I just didn't feel like doing that. Was there anything good in the news this week? Well, uh, the uh, the head of the DAA, DEA, uh, it was uh, the chief, is uh, Chuck Rosenberg, said that uh, he's finally admitted that heroin is clearly more dangerous than marijuana. Yeah, some people were talking about that at the bar this week, and I was like, this, this, this is just being said. This what? Like, uh, I know. I'm surprised too. Like, I always thought that marijuana was the more dangerous of them. Yeah, I know, right? It's a gateway drug. It is a gateway drug. Oh, if no. you do heroin, that means you're. It's a gateway drug to heroin. You do marijuana, it's a gateway drug to all the drugs. <laughs> that's that, what we were taught in school, right? But no, uh, that's actually really good that they are now admitting to this shit that is a fake cover-up from the 1950s and whatnot yeah and like researchers have known this for a long, long time, time and it's just especially all the benefits that we've had to like help from the pain of cancers and maybe even healing stuff too and like how it's even less habit forming than uh cigarettes and nicotine and nicotine yeah i can go buy a pack of cigarettes and kill myself but i can't go buy marijuana yeah well i don't know it's kind of weird it definitely is weird uh another let's see also uh there was a study about butter funded by the butter industry <laughs> that finds that uh butter is bad for you <laughs> it's butter by the butter industry who's the butter industry uh it is was that the, like land of lakes and the, everybody the, Dan- the danish dairy research foundation and they wanted to boost uh butter's regard and they founded a study <laughs> about uh butter and uh generally apparently in the when they when they do these research things, they generally uh, sway towards the side they want them to go. Well, but apparently they didn't have, like in their contract or whatever they have set up, 
they didn't have the like oh yeah we have control over what the decision they is. just told the truth yeah they, they <laughs> forgot that part so when, they, when the study came out i was like yeah butter is really bad for you what what does it have to say about it that it uh it results in a higher cholesterol oh that's obvious and it, it also, that butter raises uh, your uh, blood cholesterol levels more than alternatives like olive oil. I Yeah, I usually cook, like, everything I have with olive oil now. I, I, don't, I don't do much butter. I mean, butter, fuck yeah. I just, but, well, I just use butter just because it's cheap, and I can throw, yeah. just throw in the pan, like, all right, make my eggs. Mm-hmm. And then on uh, that grease, make my, oh, no, it's uh, bacon first. I'm you make sorry. The, you don't even have to put olive, uh, butter or olive yeah, oil. Yeah, I don't you actually. just put the bacon uh, yeah, down, then just, you cook if, your eggs in the bacon. If I'm just doing bacon, I just toss the, <laughs> I really. Egg, I have afterwards, I, right? If anything, I have too much oil. <laughs> I have to spill some. And if, I, I don't know if, uh, sometimes you uh, get it a little bit under the pan and then you start a fire. Oh, God, yeah, that's the worst. It's like, oh, dear. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. But uh, so that's interesting. Our first two nude segments are admitting to what we already know as the yeah. mass public. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. And like, uh, <laughs> like, but there's a lot of studies that, that are out there that are like, especially like the soda industry, where like it's like, yeah, well, uh, they change everything about it. Yeah, the studies tell it like yeah. it is what oh, they yeah. want for sure. Uh, Australia suggests that they should uh, limit the Vegemite sales. Hmm. The reason behind this is because. Uh, the yeast they use in it is for uh, alcohol. is a, a key ingredient in the production of beer and ale. Hmm. And uh, people are using it, uh, buying it in bulk, and turning it into moonshine. Oh, really? Yeah. Vegemite moonshine? Vegemite moonshine. That has a good <laughs> ring to it. I want to try that. I that do, is... too. I've tried Vegemite, and it's absolutely terrible. Oh, I've heard that. But uh, Vegemite but, moonshine, I want to have just because. <laughs> like, some people do swear, but, like, some Australians definitely swear by Vegemite, but I would, I'm not going to touch this. I've never had it. Ugh. But, yeah, moonshine made of Vegemite. That is just... that Doesn't that have a... Couldn't you see that on a can, Vegemite moonshine? I don't know. If I'm going to drink moonshine, I better be out a shitty uh, glass. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying, couldn't, couldn't you see that advertised as something, though? Yeah. Uh, a uh, dad, a father in uh, Tennessee, well, uh, got a tattoo to win VIP tickets to uh, a One Direction concert oh, no. for his uh, kid. And he's disqualified because apparently he's not a permanent resident of Tennessee. <laughs> so now he's just got a One Direction tattoo. Well, uh, he... Uh, Does it say 1D on him? One heart, 1D. <laughs> No, it was I heart. I'm sorry, not a I one. I heart one D. He hearts one dick. And uh, like he uh, apparently, uh, it doesn't say that he hates the group One Direction. It just is like he got involved with the with the because that's what his kids love. But I mean, if uh, I'd do that for my kids too, actually. But they didn't. Get, it was supposed to be for a backstage pass. Yeah. And everything. Yeah. But he got disqualified. Yeah, but he still went to the concert though with his kid. Huh. But yeah, that's kind of sad. Uh, another news. Uh. I I guess I'm not really good at this news transition. It's like just jump into the next thing. But uh, Daily Show, uh, oh, the yeah. Uh, yeah, John Stewart from the Daily Show has uh, left. His last episode, mm-hmm. I think, was uh, this last week, uh, right after the uh, Republican National Convention. Yeah, there are no debate. There's yeah. Republican debate. Uh, he'll he'll be taking. The, we were watching that at the bar, and uh, I was laughing hysterically. Yeah, <laughs> fucking Donald he, Trump. <laughs> 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 I know. But yeah, then we started watching that afterwards. But at work, like on the TVs in the morning, they'll have like Fox News. Yep. And I'll walk by, and like there's like, is Trump the one to look out for? Is Trump the one to look out for? And, like after the debate, like it's like, 
they wouldn't even mention him. <laughs> There's like, a I saw a video on uh, Facebook. Somebody posted it's a, a night at the Trump Berry or something yeah. because he always was just nodding his head <laughs> and they played what is love to it and I laughed so hard. <laughs> oh, that's good. Uh, taking over for him, uh, I think it's next month in uh, September. It's going to be uh, Trevor Noah. Who the hell is that? I do not know because I do not watch. Uh, <laughs> I, I haven't watched the Daily Show for. Uh, the satellite went out on TV at work. <laughs> You've been trumped. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> so like the satellite went out at TV? Yeah, because it was storming that night or whatever, and then that's how the TV froze. I think that I Donald think Trump could- is is uh, haunting your uh, your bar. <laughs> I think I put that on a blend so you can see a picture of Donald Trump being all glitchified by the storm. It's hilarious. You've been trumped. So, who's this guy taking his place? It's uh he's been he's apparently a uh actually I didn't even know this that apparently uh, John Stewart took over for Craig Kilborn in 1999. But uh I know he's been like a correspondent periodically. And so Trevor Noah is going to be taking over. Okay. Of course, uh, I like some of the things that there's been a quite a bit of people who've like gone on to other things like Steve Carell, Ed Holmes, uh, Ed Helms, I'm sorry, uh, and Stephen uh, Colbert. All of course have gone on to have careers. Uh, you've also had uh, oh, what was the uh, last week tonight? Uh, Oliver. Uh, mm-hmm. I can't uh, believe I forgot Tom, his name. Tom Oliver. John, yeah, John Oliver. Oliver. Yeah. That show is fantastic, and I actually think it's superior to The Daily Show. But it's, uh, he started out, like, well, it didn't start quite, but he uh, that's, like, where he made his, like, name for himself was kind of The Daily Show. Was that a segment on there or something? Yeah, or? and he, uh, it's, yeah, it's kind of sad to see John Stewart go, but I also he's been doing this for quite a long time, and I can definitely see, like, you know, maybe he wants a break. I know uh, when he had first announced it, I saw his uh, I saw a video of it, like when he announcing that he was going to be stepping down. It's like, yeah, I want to. Uh, I'm going to see my family. I hear people tell me that they're nice. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Game of Thrones has inspired a New York lawyer to try something a little bit different. Ooh. He's going to try to demand a trial by combat. <laughs> <laughs> Is this true? Or is this Apparently, he's uh, looked at it, and it's not against uh, any of the uh, out, any, against the law technically to use this. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, he's uh, def- apparently that's what he's going to try to defend himself as uh, with trial by combat. Because apparently his his reasoning is like the allegations against him are so ridiculous that I might as well try this. Might as well, yeah. Who would be the state's like person to go to? For what? Like to fight for them? Yeah. Because oh, you, you, if it's the state against somebody else, then the state has to choose somebody to fight for them. So then I they, don't know. Every state should have their own hero. <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> Everybody has their own. Uh... And Although I think that they're the, televised for the big ones all the time. But then if the, if the state can choose somebody to fight for them, maybe uh, that would mean that the person who the other person would also be able to choose an actual person to f- be there to I think champion. that's part of the trial by combat too. Yeah, you can cho- you can Peter choose your Dink- own champion. Yeah, yeah, Peter Dinklage does in one episode. Uh, who does uh, Dinklage choose as his? Uh, the right? Have you watched Game of Thrones? You can ruin it for me. I don't care. No, it's uh, that's not ruining it. But have you watched it? Or? Uh, I've seen like a first couple episodes. Well, then you wouldn't know. Yeah, it's one of the guys that just it, threw out the rest of the show. I think the mountain was it the mountain or uh, Oberon? I don't 
don't know what picture that is there. But. Oh, I just have like the picture, like because there's a big thing about like uh, the mountain. Like, oh, uh, yeah, that would be one of who, by the way, is has a uh, one a. Uh, That's the second time Peter Dinklage in the series actually chose his own fighter, and then Cersei chose the mountain as the state's fighter, basically. Oh, by the way, the person who played the mountain on Game of Thrones has retained his title as the strongest as uh, the strongest man in Europe. Mm. He did it last year, and. Uh, Apparently did it again this year, so. Huh. Okay. I, I saw a video, like, it's, like, kind of insane. I think it was, like, uh, it was, it's been a couple months, but I think it was, like, a gigantic fucking log that he had to lift on his fucking back. It's like, what? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> He's strong, that's why. Uh, <clears throat> North Korea's new time zone is going to be half an hour earlier. Apparently, they're... Angry at uh, the wicked Japanese imperialists who committed such unpardonable crimes as depriving Korea of even its standard time while mercilessly tramping down its land. Wow. Which is what they, that's actually what they're, they are quoted as saying. So they're going to change their time zone by 30 minutes. Hmm. That'll show the world. That'll show the world on North Korea time. Yeah. It's uh, plus 8.5 from the standard so did you hear about them uh going around and banning music again over there and actually like going into people's homes and seeing if any of their albums have music on that's banned and then they <laughs> take them from them and burn them all wow really yeah. i did not know that yeah that was on my sound wave the other week uh also in uh 1997 this is like they've this isn't the first time they've done stuff with time uh they uh deci- they announced a new uh calendar where uh, 1912, which is when the leader, uh, North Korean leader uh, Kim Il-sung was born, that's the first year. So they're currently, uh, the year is 104 in the North Korean calendar. What? Yeah. Before that, nothing happened. Nothing existed, I guess. So they don't know it's actually 2015 right now? Well, I'm sure they could probably figure it out if they tried, but I don't think anybody well, I mean, has like access the to. everyday people, do you think they know it's 2015 right now? I just assumed that they didn't even care about, didn't even know what year it was. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, my assumption They just have was. tally marks on all their walls. <laughs> this is the day. Well, this is great grandma when she started it, so geez. And this is when the great leader rode the unicorn to save us and fighting against the horrible capitalist pigs. And gave us each a grape. A grape. <laughs> we had to split between our family. <laughs> Slice that grape. Well, that concludes uh, news for, for today. But we have a uh, discussion topic today. Hmm. Movies that you were like looking forward to that were bad. Of course, it was me. It was Fantastic Four. But you know, I kind of I knew the whole time. I I had mentioned to a couple people that like I knew the movie was going to be bad. And and in, in that case, it was like the last half of the movie just ruined everything before that. And a lot of that just comes down to uh, how the movie was uh, like the trailer looked yeah. and stuff like when it comes to horror movies it might be advertised as a monster movie and doesn't well sometimes like there's like dis- like a there's just, uh, differences between like the director and the studio can mix things yep. up like i know yep. that because uh, the studio the director will make it, the what? director of actually the new fantastic four movie had a he had tweeted like hey like it's not my fault uh, like you should have seen the movie like a year ago it was better but like they uh they had we were actually i think they were in reshoots until like may so or that April. means there could be a really sweet director's cut coming out sometime Maybe I, <laughs> I wouldn't keep. Your, I wouldn't get your hopes up for that movie. They didn't even. Uh, but like a lot of times, it's just the studio trying to make a trailer that they know will make it yeah. sell. When the director doesn't even have a hand in what's going on with that or anything. Yeah. But uh, like 
The Babadook was a recent horror movie that came out, and it was advertised as a monster movie, so that's why it got rated really low for people. Like, what it, was it supposed to be? Like, I saw a trailer it, for it, and it's like, you know, that looks kind of scary. It is pretty scary, and that's because it's very psychological. Like, the mother starts going insane trying to tr- kill her child, and the Babadook's, like, the, what? the background shit going into this. And, like, oh, the shit. rest of it all has to do with all psychological shit going on. Oh, wow, that... Yeah, yeah that, that is not how it was advertised at all. That That is a big explanation towards how movies are portrayed and stuff. And then when it comes down to comedies and everything, they show you all the funny parts right there. So that's yeah. why you're like, oh, well, that sucked. You better... Oh, that's... Like, I think... Yeah, it's kind of sad. Like how... Or they, how they'll ruin the big reveal sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, a lot of times, yeah. Like, really? You don't want to surprise people at all? Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the first one on my list is... I put down X-Men Last Stand. That was the third of the X-Men movies that they did. Oh, yeah. That was terrible. Yeah. Of course, and we were excited because it's X-Men. Yeah. Like, yeah. And we're going to the theater like all excited. It's like, you know, this isn't the greatest. Like, what's going on? Did they just kill Cyclops off off screen? <laughs> <laughs> so true. But uh, yeah. One of them I, br- I thought of, like, the first one on top of my head was when Die Hard got rebooted. Yeah. And it was like the fire sale or whatever they called it. Was it a firestorm or something? It was because it was all digital in the latest, uh, not the latest one, but there was one ever. Like when Die, Die, wait, Die Hard wasn't re- like they just had another sequel. Well, yeah, but it was basically rebooted because it hadn't been done in 10, uh, 12 right. years. Well, no, it was when Die we were in, Hard. Was yeah, four, was that one. when we were in high school and it came yeah, out? Yeah. And I was fucking pumped for that movie because I was obsessed with the Die Hard movies and I was just let down because it was the whole digital everything. Like, oh, the new terrorist, blah, blah, blah. Shutting down the state. Yeah. I thought that one was disappointing. Definitely was not necessary. And they had turned him from uh, being the super underdog to in the new one, like, he's basically a fucking superhero. Mm -hmm. Yep, exactly. Another one I was thinking of that goes along the same lines of that would be the the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Oh, oh, that was such a letdown. I know. Well, the whole entire movie is shot in front of a green screen, basically, is your number one problem, whereas all the rest of them are either shot on a set or, yeah. like, at actual place. Yeah. So, I mean, it had the whole, but, like, yeah, you're just, okay, yeah, Shia LaBeouf goes, going through the jungle with a bunch of monkeys. Like, I can kind of get where they were going with, like, with aliens. It's like, you know, they... Overall, it was a really cool story. Well, I, I didn't like the fact that it went with aliens, but it was like, you know, I kind of get, like, you know, because they were, uh, originally it was, like, they were, like older adventure serials they were kind of yeah. based on, and then yep. they moved it on to, like, more of the, the hey, aliens, so... More of George just, Lucas's side towards it? Oh, more, like, some of the other serial type of, brought, like, uh, productions, but now it's a... Uh, I I really want more actual supernatural act. Like they had like a short, a quick shot of like the the crate that the Ark of the Covenant was. In. Yeah, that was right? awesome. Yeah, yeah, that was really fun. But there was cool. a lot of bullshit things. Like, hey, he survived. Uh, Harrison Ford survives a n- nuclear explosion in a fridge. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah, that yeah. was. A- no, yeah, that one. I I figured that went along with Die Hard just because it was two that were kind of rebooted for sequels. And you know, and stuff. they really had wanted to like apparently make this like continue the series, start re- start it all up again, and uh, they brought Shia Buff on at, to pretend to be uh, Indiana Jones's kid. Shia Buff should stick to his weird indie movies and random big ones instead of these. He, yeah, he's not a Harrison Ford, that's for sure. Apparently they must have liked him. Really liked the Transformers movies. Yeah, right. That's what it was. Oh, Michael Bay influenced Steven Spielberg on that one, right? Right. 
Oh, but it was so What's bad. What's your next one? Uh, my next one is every Transformers movie after the first. <laughs> right on cue or right on cue here. Like that uh, last... Like the I, first one, it was so fucking good. I enjoyed it. It was like... like it was something were, you've never seen before. Absolutely. Like they said, like, oh, you know, the combat's like kind of incomprehensible. Like there's just, you don't, there's so much chaos going on on the screen. It's like, you know... I enjoyed that, all right? It's like, oh my god, it's Optimus Prime! And then we were really excited for the next one to come after that, but then you're like, it's exactly the same movie I just saw. Yeah. I'll need more CGI. And it just, uh, the third one was bad. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I didn't even bother seeing the one with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Oh yeah, I forgot Mark Wahlberg was in, yeah, that's... that's the fourth ugh. one. I didn't touch that one. It was like, nope. Staying away from that. That makes me think of uh, aliens and cowboys versus aliens. Yeah, that one was terrible too. I I got my fun out of it. It was fun, but I my expectations were really fucking high for that for some reason. Oh, mine were low. I don't know why mine are high. It's like, hey, this is gonna be kind of a campy story. You're like, it was yeah. a kind of a campy story. It was story. a campy story. And see, that also that comes down to it. Like the fucking uh, when your expectations are low, that movie's gonna be really yeah. good. Oh. Well, it's not necessarily it's gonna be good, Mike expectations were really low for the new Fantastic Four. Speaking and of Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four Rise of the Silver Surfer. <laughs> now, let's be, like, this is not not this this not the Fantastic Four I was just talking about earlier in the show. Nope, but yeah. this is like the older one. This is the sequel to the older yeah, one. Yeah. Like the fan- first Fantastic Four movie they made was fucking bad. Who's the girl in But that, I was watching Jessica Alba. Was it Jessica Alba? And then Chris Evans was fire and, Yeah, he uh, metal Oh, Michael Chitlis. Yeah. Uh, yep. And then I don't know. He was really excited to be the thing, though, apparently. Yeah. Like, he really was happy about and that. And then he was really let down when he couldn't be the thing in the new one. Probably. Well, he got he was in two of them, and the second one was really bad. Bad. Yeah. But yeah, so the first Fantastic Four movie was, it was bad. Fun. It well, was fun. It wasn't, go- it wasn't good, but it, was, it wasn't horrible. No. Second one? Horrible. Oh, it was so apparent. Like in the storyline, I I know some of the the, the comics storylines, and it's like, hey, you know, this is where the one where Galactus shows up. Who's this giant guy that eats fucking planets? And the Silver Surfer is like leads the is the harbinger of uh, this guy, and leads Galactus to planets. In the comics or in and other stories, he leads Galactus to Earth, changes his mind, tries to defend Earth from Galactus, and that's basically where it goes. This one. Galactus is a fucking cloud. I think I remember. Yeah, it's like really, there's they don't fight Galactus. They just there's a giant cloud. Huh. They had a bunch of stupid jokes. Uh, they switched uh, powers for a while, so you had uh, a rocky Chris Evans and you had uh, Michael Chiklis with a uh, f- fire powers for like a little bit. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, because for some reason the Human Torch got the ability to absorb other people's powers for a while. Is like that was weird. Hmm. I'm not entirely sure what's going on there. Well, you got another one on your list? I would say The Matrix Reloaded. Which one is that one? The second one. You see, I've seen a like actually uh, in the last uh, couple, uh, couple months, I've seen a lot of things saying like you know maybe it's not as bad as we've been saying. It's not as bad, but I mean the first one was really gritty. Yes, really absolutely. cool. Very something you've never seen before, and that would made you really pumped. I went to the second one in the theater and. It was just all CGI. It was kind of just fighting. I don't know. It, I, I didn't like the green overtone towards everything, too. Yeah, I, I can definitely see but that. But it, overall, it was a good story, I think. 
but then when the third one came out, oh, I, God. I actually personally liked the third one. I thought that was fun, just seeing Zion and the fighting happening there. You see, I Because I the, the Matrix and the second one I thought was just so fake and so gross looking, whereas the first one I thought it was really cool. And well, see, I like the second one just because of like, hey, I don't know, I like some of the things. Like, they're like oh, yeah, the, there's like some previous uh, people from the like previous Matrix incarnations, like some of these programs are like you have to fight them now like they're they had like kind of supernatural themes too. like mm-hmm. there's the two ghost twins and like yep. i thought they you they utilize that stuff well and like the fight scenes i enjoyed the fight scenes and the third one i, I do agree that the cg and like the giant uh agents like uh miss uh the thousands of mr smiths or like, Angel like Smith. the first like they were it wasn't that great mm-hmm. but at, with the cg at the time like it was too cartoony, and they definitely got it. Up. Nowadays, it's too cartoony. Back then, it was. They actually, did yeah. in the third one. The, they did the effects were a lot better with the whole. Uh, I know the slow motion of Mister Smith, Agent Smith, getting punched in the face, or was it? See, or is, 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 is it Agent Smith, or is it Agent something else? I can't. I think remember. it's Agent Smith. All right, of like the agent getting slowly punched in the face. Yep. Like his, yep. His face can like. Well, I, good. I even thought the uh, whatever those things are that burrow into the halls and stuff, the weird like spider weird yeah. things. I thought those were looked really fucking cool yeah. in that last one too. I don't know. I just thought the war was fun. Yeah, you know, like the second the second one I thought was good and it like left a lot of questions though mm-hmm. that never really got answered. Never really. Uh, yep. For Why sure. can Neo uh, touch the Matrix still even though he's not hooked <laughs> in? And it's like weird. Yeah. Uh, Which next- also, they're, uh, they're Jupiter Ascending. I watched like five minutes of it and turned it off. Yeah. Yeah. But I love Cloud Atlas. I thought that was nice. I never saw Cloud Atlas. I I could not bring myself to watch Jupiter Ascending because it's like, really? A cat man on flying rollerblades? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm going to step away from this. I watched the first five minutes and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I turned it off. But no, Cloud Atlas, I just like. The whole I felt like it could have been three hours longer too, and it was already like three and a half hours. <laughs> it's one of those movies you know where you can just sit there and watch. Yeah. Uh, my next one is going to be. Uh, I, w- I want to say GI. I wanted to throw GI Joe oh, on my geez, list, but, but you know, I, I then I thought about the fact <laughs> that you know I expected nothing from that at yeah, all. Yeah, right. So right. I'm going to go with Amazing Spider-Man Two, and I like that one. You see, the first one was all right. It was weird. Like, why does the lizard want to turn everybody into a lizard? Yeah, that's, that's a weird. Question, yeah. That's a weird thing to want to do, but all right, whatever you want to do. And then Amazing Spider-Man 2 happens, and you have Electro and the Goblin and the Rhino, and it was... You can't count the Rhino, because he's in there for five minutes. Like, not even five minutes. Yeah. You can't count the yeah. Rhino. So uh, That's the end of I the movie, think- showing that Spider-Man's still doing shit. And, you know, I really thought, uh, like, uh, unlike a lot of people, I really, enjoy- I liked P- the Peter Parker parts and the, not Mary Jane, but the, uh, I don't know. Emma Watson's yeah. uh, character. I thought everything about them two was perfect. Oh, yeah. I thought they did a fantastic job. And I really like Sally a- Faye, it's uh, Sally Field as Auntie. Quentin Stacy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah but yeah, uh, it was Emma Stone, I mean, uh, yeah. Emma Watson was a. Uh, Emma Stone. <laughs> oh. Emma Watson's Harry Potter, Emma Stone is. <sighs> oh, wow. I'm just really. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> yeah, Emma Stone as uh, as uh, Gwen Stacy, and uh, you have uh, Peter Parker, and that, it was fantastic. Uh, the chemistry was great. Everything except the villains, I thought, was mm. good in the movie. Yeah, was it Jamie Foxx? Was he the villain? Yeah, yeah that he was yeah. A, oh, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. It was a horrible Electro. There were times though when like Electro came on screen, and I felt like there was no hope for anybody, which I thought was really cool, and they did good with that. But overall, yeah, Electro was pretty stupid. Yeah, and it's like, oh, he's kind of a crazy person. Yeah. And also seems to be mentally challenged. <laughs> uh, 
I, I did kind of enjoy the itty bitty spider part that he played in yeah. a power plant a little bit, just because I thought that was funny, and I was I had given up all my expectations for the movie by that point in time. <laughs> the uh, but like if they had cut out everything except you know left the Green Goblin in there, yeah, maybe changed it up so he wasn't so shitty of a Green Goblin. Because the only th- part that the Green Goblin, like uh, the Harry Osborn Green Goblin part, was all right was when uh, he decides to uh, he ends up killing a. Uh, uh, Emma Stone's character, mm-hmm. and like, that was fantastic. Like that was like because that happened. In the that co- was such a sad scene. I was not yeah. expecting that at all. You weren't. You weren't expecting. No, I had no clue. I had no clue what's oh, Like wow. I said, I don't read any of the comic yeah. books. Like I knew that was coming. Like, was See, like, that's another reason why I probably like that movie so much because I was not ready for that at all. Yeah, like I'd known. Like yeah, Gwen Stacy dies, and like that's why you have a. Uh, Mary Jane shows yeah. up in the later on, and no, that was sad. That was really sad. <laughs> but this is a, a film, though, that was so bad that they ended up turning like not the, quite the rights, but just uh, giving control back to uh, Disney's Marvel, yeah. just so Sony wouldn't have to. I fuck really up like uh, Andrew Garfield as Peter Parker. Though. I did enjoy him as I a thought Peter he was really good, but and I really like that first one, except for you know the. I, I think I like the Amazing Spider-Man movies except for the villains. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, overall, they're they're grittier. They're much more realistic yeah. looking. And, uh, the, it's a realistic Peter Parker. I never thought uh, Tobey Maguire was a good Peter Parker. Yeah, he's not the... He was, he was uh, granted, too, I love the like the first two films. As he was a, too as whiny. That was the yeah. biggest thing. Oh God! I I, I saw the uh, the scene, the jazz scene from Spider-Man Three, like on uh, YouTube the other day, and it was as it was worse than I remembered it even. Is that when he's in the, he's in the black suit? Yeah. Right? yeah. And, he, oh and he's, he does the whole jazz oh God. thing. And it's like, oh, my God, this is so bad. And like, everybody's cheering. Like, no. How could they not see how horrible this is? <laughs> uh, the other one I was going to say is Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know about you, but I grew up with Terminator yeah. 2 and oh. watching that shit all the time. That was the coolest. And when they announced Terminator 3, my dad took me to that in the theaters, and it was terrible. How disappointed was your dad? I don't know. I didn't. He doesn't have much opinion oh. about movies in general. But Yeah, I know. I, I, I watched Terminator 2 a lot as a kid. Oh, yeah. And, like, uh, and then eventually when you got older, you started watching Terminator 1 because like, yeah. Terminator 2 was just you could relate to the little boy on the motorcycle. Well, also, but the action scenes in Terminator 2 were so fantastically shot. So good. Everything about that is so great. And, did it, but, and then you have uh, the third one, and it was like, really? Yeah, and that chick was terrible as the bad bad person. Like, I don't know. The, 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 there, was, there was a lot that was just wrong with that. I didn't mind Salvation just because I knew it wasn't going to be anything like the other ones. And I, they should have just not had Christian Bale's character. Yeah. Like, I just yeah. could not. Like, I, I agree. I enjoyed the Salvation for being like an action film. Like, oh, hey. Yeah, you get to see the future of And you had this like half Terminator guy going around kicking ass. Like, that's cool. All right. The biggest, I like that. The coolest part about that was actually seeing the future of what happens after it happens. Yeah. Like, because that's something they always talk about in the other ones. Did you see Genesis? I didn't see it. I did see Genesis. Did you like it? It was all right, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, Casey said it was all right. Basically, too, so. Arnold's the one. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the one that made that one even watchable. Okay. Even remotely watchable. But yeah, so, like uh, Salvation was uh, basically. I think I'm pretty sure when I saw the ending, it was like it ruined it for me. Mm-hmm. It's like really, you're gonna give uh, you can't Christian tell Bale me anything? Oh, Salvation. Never Salvation. Mind. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna give Christian Bale's character. Uh, I can't remember who he plays. Uh, John Connor. Mm-hmm. You're gonna give John Connor your robot heart, and that's gonna work, by the way. And that's going to be it then, huh? You're just going to give him your heart? 
and then you're going to die, even though you have fucking superpowers and are awesome. And uh, John Connor is just going to be there for the next movie that they're going to shoot, right? Right. Because that's going to happen. But nope, that did not happen. Also... Oh, by the way, the, although in Genesis, though, the person that had playing John Connor... I don't know if you've ever seen a... Like, there was, like, a deleted scene or something from Terminator 2 where they, like, show a shot of a John Connor's face in the future. It looked, He looked really similar to that. So, did they? Yeah. So they're maybe shooting for that. So um, they did a good job uh, casting it then. Yeah, the, uh, I was going to say Resident Evil, but meh. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the first one. But oh, then yeah, after the that, first one. Being that age and seeing that movie was so fucking fun. And then the second one came out, and you're like, oh, that's disappointing. Like, nowadays, I, it's, I can look at it and like, yeah, I can see why this isn't the greatest horror movie ever. Yeah, now watching Resident Evil, like, this is actually kind of terrible. But you know that laser, the laser grid So scene, cool. Like, oh, my God, that's awesome. And Marilyn Manson did the score for that, too, oh, which yeah? is fucking great. That's why it's so dark and everything. But uh, Oh, yeah, that, that like that little, like, uh, beat that goes out through it. Didn't. Kind of like that kind of. I like thing. the little like piano tune that they play mm-hmm. through that is like so creepy. Mm-hmm. Or they just this, when I hear that it's like that's definitely Resident Evil and like no, this uh, but yeah, everything after that was probably one bad. of my biggest letdowns ever was the Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, it was a bit of a letdown. That was a huge letdown. I just assumed like when I first thought like I remember I saw it in the River Falls theaters like you know am I missing something? Is it maybe just for kids? Maybe that's it. No, it's just Tim Burton relying on CGI for everything he does lately. Like, I don't know. That that movie could have been done so much better. See, I can understand, like, it's Alice in Wonderland. I can understand why you'd want to use a lot of CGI, Yeah, but at the same time, puppetry would be just as great for that kind of stuff. I don't know. The uh, And then we also, before we started this whole list, we were talking about M. Night Shyamalan and how he has a tendency to know how to ruin movies pretty easily. Yeah, he does. And, uh... Uh, what was uh, the one that you? Uh, oh yeah, it was that we were talking about like which one of his like really started his his like because I I enjoyed a lot of his films up to a certain point. I think it was the village came out f- before Lady in the Water. Yeah, and the village that's another one where the trailer got you screwed up because they made you think it was a monster movie. Oh, and really, it looked creepy. It definitely it really creepy. the monster was in it for maybe two minutes of the entire movie, so that ruined it for a yeah. lot of people. But yeah, that's another thing where a studio takes control of that shit and just ruins the movie. Yeah. But now watching it nowadays, I actually really appreciate that movie a lot. The ending is pretty stupid. Yeah. But after that, so that had a huge letdown for M. Night. And then I think that's when Lady in the Water came out and that's when a lot of people hated him. But uh, I kind of liked Lady in the Water. Like, I, I don't know. I had liked his previous, like, I enjoyed Signs. Mm-hmm. That was a, uh, that Sixth was- Sense is really good, too. It was creepy, and uh, Sixth Sense was, uh, of course, that, that's a classic. I liked like, it. Again, uh, again, Signs is another one where at the end of the movie, you're like, oh, that's it. Yeah, but you see, I, I was still riding high from the fact that, like, hey, it's a really creepy alien movie up to that point. It the is. The ending was bad. And what, re-watching that movie, too, like, uh, you you notice a lot more things, like the hand in the corn and stuff when he does the camera really fucking <laughs> quick and turn around and it's gone. And, yeah, stuff like that's creepy. And then you were talking about you really liked Unbreakable. Yeah, I liked Unbreakable. Mm-hmm. His, a, oh, After Earth, that movie was terrible. That oh, was I one didn't, of his oh, latest no, oh, ones. I just I I passed over that one. But apparently, yeah. uh, actually, funny story. Uh, on uh, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, right now, Fantastic Four, the new Fantastic Four, is lower than After Earth, is lower than uh, the other Fantastic Four movies, is lower than uh, Pixels. Wow. Yeah. So. Uh 
Uh, also, before After Earth, there was The Last Airbender, which was a major letdown, too. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Happening. Which one was the... Oh, that was the one where, like, the trees, trees are, are killing alive, people. Yeah. But not even cool killing people. It was like they were making people commit right. suicide. <laughs> it's not like uh, not like the Triffid movie. What was it? Day of the Triffids? Night of the Triffids? I can't remember. That's a classic horror movie. That, it looks kind of, it's, it's kind of silly looking. Just think about, like, the fact that... These uh, it's like uh, some meteor storm brings these uh, brings triffids to life and they start killing people, and everybody who saw the shower goes blind, <laughs> making it easier for the triffids to kill people. He has a new one coming out called The Visit, and it's about uh, a mother sending her two children to visit their grandparents' house, and the grandpa's like, "Don't come out of your room after nine o'clock," and it turns into a horror movie, I guess. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it, and it, it looked, looked creepy. It looks creepy. Mm- I don't, I don't know if what I I'm, I'm going to expect anything from it. Yeah, but it was definitely creepy. Yeah. You got uh, anything else on your list, bud? I do. I have one more. Prometheus. Oh God. See, and I fucking love that movie. You see, I I was a, there's a lot of parts I fucking hate about that movie, yeah. but overall I enjoyed it. There were definitely parts that were good in it. Mm-hmm. But the whole space archaeologist thing, they did such a bad job. They are the worst worst scientists that have ever lived <laughs> hey look a snake thing let's, let's touch yeah, it yeah right right and see the, one of the reasons i loved it because a lot of that is all puppetry and stuff so it actually makes you feel for these characters but then there's stuff like the guy turns into that one thing and he's sitting outside of the ship like curled up as a ball and turns into like, real, well, but that was like so fucking stupid i know that was dumb that those were the parts of it i was just like really and then also here... I want some more, like, Eldritch monstrosities yeah. or something like that. Like, uh, r- after reading about that and, like, how that went through writers and stuff, the original writer had it where there's actual chestbursters and face huggers and shit in it, too. Like, when they're having that sex scene between the guy who just got the yeah. stuff in him, I guess a thing was supposed to burst out of her chest and go onto the girl or something right. like that, and that's how it all got started again. But uh, I'm intrigued to see what they'll do with Prometheus 2. Because it's going to be on in route, I think, with uh, what's her face leaving with the uh, android. I know they had a they had announced stuff in the a comic series, and I kind of want to pick that up just because apparently it's supposed to be good. Like, oh, okay. well, they did a Predator series, an Alien series, and a Prometheus huh. series of comics. Huh. That I'm, sounds interesting. Yeah, so I might I'm thinking about picking that up just because it's well. I like all those things except Prometheus. Isn't that f- just because they mess up so many things? Prometheus would be the one of my number one go-to movies for uh, good CGI nowadays, though. Yeah, like landscapes. Holy hell, that is oh, yeah. one of the coolest movies with landscapes in it and everything. Like that's the kind of CGI I love. But once you start adding all this other shit, like robots fighting in Los Angeles, yeah, yeah, that was a. Uh... What was that one? Uh, aliens. One where aliens attack L.A. I'm not saying this is a good movie. Like I wasn't expecting nothing from Aliens it. Battle of it. L.A. Battle of L.A. Oh yeah, it, that's another. That's a disappointing one. It looked really fucking cool in the trailer. I thought. You know the thing it was Battle for Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. it was bad. And, like the whole thing was based on. It's yeah. like some sto- like a story from World War II. Like where they there's one night where they shot it. They were, they saw something, caught something in the spotlights. So they start. It could have been a balloon. And they start shooting at it, and they kept shooting all night. Damn. The uh, that reminded me of Chappie that just came out. I yeah. thought that movie was terrible. You see, I was kind of hoping it'd be good so I could go watch it. Yeah, because it. District 9 and Elysium are fucking great. I haven't seen Elysium yet, though. I liked so. Elysium a lot. I saw a lot of people who didn't like it. 
but I, I I liked it a lot. That director is doing majorly different stuff than what anybody else. That was uh, Matt Damon, it right? Yep. I'm still looking forward to him being in The Martian. Yeah, I watched another trailer for that. That looks great. Like uh, every time I go to the theater, it's like that's one of the trailers they show. It's like, oh my god, don't get uh, like I, I, my hopes are. I guess my hopes can't really get up any higher. Than I, yeah, I haven't read or anything, so I don't know anything. I just know he gets stranded. Yeah, it's like basically, uh, not Robin, well, not Robinson Crusoe so much as Castaway. Mm-hmm. So, and that's all right. that's all the movies I have on list. Oh, you you like the like the puppetry that they used? Did, so I take it that the uh, the new thing movie that they had made that was, was the worst. Yeah. That was the well, that was another one that was big. the best part about the new thing was the fact that they actually made it into a continuation. Mm-hmm. They're like this was the prequel type yeah. thing, and they added it towards the movie. But overall, yeah, that was a bullshit movie. That was so bad. Yeah, it was bad. It was too bad because the original one, fantastic horror I know. movie. Oh I my god, know. those effects! I know, like that's what like stuff like that actually makes me scared because the actors are actually acting towards something. It's not just them in front of a green screen. Like, oh my god, this is scary. This is like, holy shit, that's a creepy ass puppet thing you just made there. That's bleeding all over me and pussing. And then how it ends, like, is one of them infected? Right. Is one of them not? Right. Who knows? Are they both infected? Right. <laughs> So yeah, it was just fantastic, and it's just it was sad to see that uh that one. Like I got some enjoyment out of it, but I could tell that this, you know, and the, most of the, what they were doing was like just sh- absolute complete like scene for scene almost of like the, the original one. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Except with CGI now, and like the reason the the first one holds up so well is because of the fact that it was puppetry. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, because CGI gets dated so much. Like the first, I love the Lord of the Rings series, but watching the Fellowship of the Ring now. It just looks so cheesy, a yeah. lot of the effects in that. But, I mean, it was great at the time. But that's why you can't rely completely on special effects. And the new Star Wars is going to be amazing because they don't. Yeah, I hope so. Also, there's there's a I lot of... I don't know like if the story is going to be any good, but yeah. I think the effects are going to be good. Because J.J. Abrams knows what he's doing and what people want. Uh, I don't know that I'm a... Uh, I, did you hear how like there's a bunch of like guest actors going as uh, stormtroopers? Fuck yeah, <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> I think they had like two different uh, James Bonds at least, maybe three. I know because I, I know Timothy Dalton's. I think pretty sure he's one of the uh, the going to be a stormtrooper in it. Nice, but uh, so yeah, Timothy Dalton's in that Penny Dreadful. How was that show? Uh, I watched like five episodes of the first season. It got kind of boring. Oh, but it's supposed to be good. I don't know. All right, well, uh, let's close out the show then. Let's get this music going. Well, if you uh, enjoyed the show and you want to listen to some of our others, uh, please uh, go ahead and check out our others. Like, we have uh, Soundwave. We have uh, Council Cowboys. Awesome so- tabletop theater where you can listen to us play some D&D. And now we're just starting the Supernatural Edition, which is really cool. I had so much fun with that. Yeah, that, that was fun. And uh, we also have Tabletop Travels is the other D- uh, D&D one where it's an ongoing campaign. If you uh, want to support us, please uh, c- please consider becoming our Patreon. Go to uh, www.patreon.com slash blindninjastudios. Uh, just a dollar a month would be amazing. It just help us a lot. And every dollar amount you give, it's kind of an incentive towards helping us. And there's little things on there that can you can get free stuff. Actually, I should probably uh, thank our Patreons. Uh, yeah, you should. 
I think it's Zach Sablowski, yeah. our Black Belt Patreon. Thank you, bud. Thank you so much for being it. And everybody, all of our other Patreons, uh, thank you so much. It helps continue this show. You guys are amazing. Uh, also, if you want to help support us, consider using our, our Amazon affiliate link. Just go on our website at blindedstudios.com and hit the uh, link at the bottom of the page. And just buy what you usually buy. It doesn't cost you anything extra. And we get a small chunk of change in return, and it helps keep our studio running and pay for our beer money and just keep the lights on. The other thing I'd like to know is on uh, Facebook, you should let us know some of the movies that you thought were going to be amazing oh, yeah. and just terrible because it's a really fun subject to talk about. Yeah. And I think uh, I think that, that's it then, right? Good job. <laughs> Good job, Carlos. We made it without Casey. Ha ha. See you next week. Later. Later.